Hello and welcome to the podcast. This is the space where you can talk about your childhood trauma. What did your parents say? No, you can't have that. All the other kids have got it, but you can't have it. Colleen did that to me a lot in the form of mm, giving me fake items that weren't the real thing. Yeah, and that's why you've got such awful fashion sense now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh I do, kidding. do I? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Wow, That's rich come for me, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. really rich. Sometimes I turn up with undies on my head. Yeah, you <laughs> very missed, early. You missed out on something as a kid that it just had to, has to be heard to be believed. Mm. Astonishing stuff. Yeah. Every child on the planet yeah. has played this game, but you haven't. I'll give you a hint. Uh, let's go back to one of the greatest movies of all time. And you must be the Monopoly guy. Hey, thanks for the free bargain. <laughs> what is he talking about? I don't know. <laughs> the, my, the best part of Ace Ventura is like, do I have something in my teeth? And he's literally got like a whole cucumber. Just going <laughs> Jim Carrey at his best. Hey, enjoy the podcast. Um, thanks so much for everything. We appreciate it. <laughs> what does that even mean? Things that you were deprived of as a kid. Oh, I'm Have sense- you got one? Hang 13, on. 2410. Hang on. I can hear that trauma bubbling to the no, surface. I don't know if it was trauma. Was, I just didn't know what I'd missed out on. Okay. So Henry has been banging on my five-year-old son about playing Monopoly. Mm. For the last couple of weeks. Yeah, and right. then it occurred to me, I, I have no idea how to play Monopoly. Oh. At no stage at all during my childhood did we play Monopoly. See, this surprised me because you grew up on a farm in the middle of absolutely nowhere. Oh, excuse me? Where, where do you think I was born? Like in the central of Australia? Uh, well, no. It was Wagga Wagga. I may as well have been. Oh. And so had- this is from someone who grew up in Tasmania. <laughs> Giving stick to the mainlanders. Oh, okay. oh, that's brave. <laughs> so at no point did Mister and Missus Hayes go. Shit, we got nothing to do tonight. Let's let's drag out the Monopoly board game. No, because we had to go to bed every night at five o'clock. What? <laughs> <laughs> With the cows. <laughs> With the cows, I had to milk the cows, put the sheep away, <laughs> and we'd have dinner in bed by five o'clock. <laughs> We all sleep together. And the, yeah, and then you curled up with your little pet rattlesnake. Yeah, what are we doing? Don't, don't, don't put these vibes on me. I do this to you because of your Tasmanian heritage. Don't try and put it back to me. This is oh, fun. it feels nasty too. Is this what it feels like? Right, you? Yes, it is. This is called Karma is my boyfriend. Exactly. So even when I was like 13 or 14, we were watching Ace Ventura. Yeah. Remember Ace Ventura? What yeah, an absolute yeah. smash that was. It's a particular scene where um, he runs into a bloke who looks like apparently the Monopoly guy. Oh, yeah. And you must be the Monopoly guy. Hey, thanks for the free parking. And I'm with my mates. We're like, ha, 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 yeah. Oh. I'm laughing along. Yeah. That's so funny. My brain's like, shut up, mate. You have no idea what's going on. Oh. I'm like, shut up, brain. Just go with it. I've got friends here. So you've right? never to this day played Monopoly? No. Oh, wow. So my wife taught me. And now Henry, well, she taught Henry. Now almost my five-year-old son's teaching me. We're playing the junior version. Yeah, right. But we're playing a lot of Monopoly. Okay. Yeah. I missed out on a few things when I was a kid. We weren't overly wealthy. And so my mum used to buy generic brands of stuff. Yeah. So I don't know if you can remember the Adidas Rome shoes with the three stripes down the side. They were blue and white. Every every kid at school had them. Not little Jodester. Oh, you had the four stripe. Uh, I had the I had the four stripe with the Velcro <laughs> across the top from Kmart. Oh, come on, Colleen. Oh, no. oh she said she may as well sent me off to school in Crocs. That was <laughs> yeah. the equivalent back yeah. in the day. Um, She's like, if you can get through this, this will toughen you up for the rest of your life. <laughs> Fake cabbage patch doll. She couldn't afford a real one. Yeah, that's tough as well. Cabbage patch dolls were absolutely eaten a bit. Weren't they? Mm. And then, you know, like I cottoned on that brands were a thing amongst my friends, so then I'd start lying about it and they'd mm. be like, that's a nice shirt. Where's that from? I'd be like, 
sports girl. Yeah. And they're like, that looks like Target. Yeah. And they're like, oh, let me see the tag at the back. Leave me alone! <laughs> and Jodie run off. Jodie runs across <laughs> the playground in her fake robes. <laughs> in her fake robes, which is such bad quality. They're ripping. <laughs> All the kids are yelling, loser! Loser! loser. <laughs> they're not rogues, they're ripping. They're done like volleys. <laughs> 13, 2014, what were you deprived of as a child? What did you miss out? And maybe you only just discovered it as an adult. I'm playing a lot of Monopoly right now. Oh my God. And damn, it feels good. <laughs> Go to Kieran from Hilton. What were you deprived of? Um, yeah, so in October 88, I was watching the Dark Crystal, and my dad used to hit the side of the TV when the reception would go funny um, and the reception was going funny so I ran back and fly kicked it into the wall um, <laughs> the TV blew up and mum didn't replace the TV for 12 years oh <laughs> <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> 12 years is quite the punishment it was we used to live next door to Sean McAuliffe the comedian and he smuggled a little black and white TV over which my sisters kept in their cupboard for about four years, which I didn't know about. But yeah. Oh yeah, I love that your sisters like kept you out of it. We've got a TV in our cupboard. <laughs> oh dear, Kieran. Thank you so much, Barbara from Gillis Plains. What were you deprived of as a kid? Um, I was deprived of having a hyper color T-shirt. Oh, that's oh, no. that's tantamount can tantamount you, to. Can you imagine, Barbara, where you'd be right now in life if you had that <laughs> hyper color T-shirt? You'd probably be president of the world. Uh, yeah, possibly. <laughs> well, Zoe, you wouldn't know about hyper color T-shirts. No, I don't. So, just explain them, Barbara. Yeah, so um, different colours, you could actually just buy like a, a pink one or a blue one um, and when it touches your skin, the oh. heat would make the colour change. Oh, very cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but, then, but then, Barbara, maybe, maybe you were blessed for not having these uh, shirts because then if you were getting a bit sweaty under the pits, yeah. wouldn't it oh, really accentuate yeah. it? Yeah, possibly, but um, I still wanted one. Everyone had them, and I didn't have them. It's okay, Barbara. It's okay. We're sending you a big yeah. virtual <laughs> hug right now. I thought you were going to say, on behalf of Nova, we're going to send you a hyper-coloured shirt there, Where Barbara. would you even find one these days? Um, can I just share something with you? My husband's just sent me a photo. His mum refused to buy him a Nike jacket, like a sports jacket. And have a look at this, please. He's got a Nike jacket, and he's written in text a Nike, and he's, <laughs> he's, he's drawn the swoosh on it. <laughs> he's drawn a swoosh. He hasn't done a good job of the swoosh either. We should explain why I saw him the other day. He was wearing that suit with Hugo Boss written above the front. <laughs> what about this? A Belgian TikToker fa uh, faked his own death to find out who cared and then turned up to his own funeral. <laughs> yep, good stuff. Well done. I can't even with this story. Yeah. David Barton and his wife and children, they're all in on it, decided to prank friends and family members to find out what they really thought of him. To spread the news of his death, one of his children took to social media and wrote a tribute to her father. She wrote, rest in peace, daddy. I'll never stop thinking about you. This is so messed up. Oh. This is so messed up. Where did this happen? So this is a, a TikToker in Belgium. Oh, in Belgium. Of course. Okay. And how many times have we sat here and said, oh, the things that happen in Belgium. Oh, can you stop <laughs> it? Just ridiculous. Stop it. If it's not Belgium, it's Ecuador. Yeah. <laughs>
all sorts of death-related incidents. Um, she said, why is life so unfair on social media? Why are you? You were going to be a grandfather and you still had your whole life ahead of you. So during the funeral, he then turned up via no. a helicopter. No. <laughs> as you do. That's a grand entry, isn't, isn't it? Isn't it? And the reception he got was mixed because a lot of people ran over to him and hugged him uh, and other people were genuinely confused, as you would be. He said he did it because he wanted to teach family and friends um, the importance of being close, connection and all that type of things because he wasn't getting invited to events and people were losing contact with him. But see what, I would lose immediate contact with him if he did this. This is like, I can't even begin. You put people through that trauma and grief just to make a point, hey, I know you like your Amy and Ian Hennigan. Yeah. You know, I, I, this is the biggest attention-grabbing stunt of all time, I reckon. It is ridiculous. Okay, if you were to theoretically fake your own death and then chopper your way into your own funeral, of what course. do you want to see? I want to see I want to see a heap of people. Yeah. I want to see a whole bunch of people, but I'd be scared. I'd turn up and be like, hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I'm not dead. Where is everyone? Have I got the address right for my own funeral? <laughs> where is everyone? It is Fulham Funerals, isn't it? That's yeah. where is that where we're going? Uh, my family would be there, uh, and they'd be fine with it. And then my daughter, my three-year-old daughter, would be there in the corner trying to steal a can of Coke. <laughs> Very relaxed with the situation. Yeah. I'd come back from the dead yeah. to stop her from stealing the can of Coke, too. Do you, do don't drink that, Lonnie. <laughs> you know how people say, oh, I don't want a funeral. I want a celebration. No. Yeah. I want you to mourn me. I want you to mourn me. I want to walk in. I want to get off the chopper, walk in, and just see tears. Huge, <laughs> sobbing tears. Yeah, like a river of tears. <laughs> I want everyone, including Abby in the newsroom, to be so completely overwhelmed with grief and distress <laughs> yeah. at my passing. Yeah. I want everyone to have a shot at mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that'd be nice. <laughs> that'd be really nice. What, and, what? and also, you know how, sorry to cut you off, you know how people say, like, I, n I don't want my partner to re-partner and find someone else. Yeah. Oh, I want you to find love again. No. No. Yeah. No. You ever touch another woman for the rest of your life, Gregotti? Yeah. And I'll be watching you. I'll be watching you. <laughs> I'm right up here. So if you're making love to someone in our bed and you feel that table move in the corner, that's me. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> but also as well, I mean, I'd come back from the dead because I feel like I'd turn up to my own funeral. Yep. And I just want some good tunes playing. Yeah. Yeah, and I'd be like, what what have we, what have we got for my funeral? And there's Jody on the DJ. <laughs> No, 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 play this, play this. And then I'm up at the pulpit going, I remember Andrew for that time that Cold Chisel beat me with Kanye West Gold Digger. Yeah. So for you, Andrew, one last time. <laughs> Have you checked out whatif.com's top 10 winter weekenders yet? How good's a what-if tip? Launceston's in there, Canberra, Cairns, Tweedheads. So book your winter getaway on the what-if app. What if it's Aussie for travel? Right now, it is um, Adelaide Cabaret Festival, so can we give our good mate Merrick Watts a call? Of course we can. All right, here we go. Australia's favourite comedian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did we just call Peter Hellier? <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? I'm rapt you said that. That was pretty funny because that's the sort of thing Peter Hellier would say. <laughs> no, we are good mates. Peter's my oldest mate, meaning that um, out of all my friends, I've known Peter the longest. I've known him since I was a teenager, since I was 18 years of age. So I was fresh out of high school. And um, I met Pete and we did some community radio together. Oh um, yeah, right. And we did one show and then we were asked not to come back. <laughs> so, 
And ever since then, I've made a habit of doing that with radio stations throughout my entire career. Hey, Merrick, before we talk about uh, your upcoming show, An Idiot's Guide to Wine, can, can I just, as a bit of a fanboy... Oh, don't. Can I? Can I? Because I, I lived in Sydney back in the day, and Merrick and Rosso was an absolute bloody institution. What... what 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 was it like for you, and how, how big did it get? And could you comprehend just how big you guys were? See, and this is—I'm um, sorry to really, really fanboy you here. No, that's all right. Look, I love it because we're talking about me. So uh, <laughs> I don't know—I don't know why you thought I'd be upset with that. I mean, if you know me, you'd know that I love this topic, which is me. Um, now, look, it, it's great. What is what is fantastic is that you know um, all these years, you know, Russell and I look back at our legacy and, and what we created and what we enjoyed and, and we're really very, very proud of it. We talk about it quite regularly actually. So um, I caught up with Rosso a few weeks ago and we had lunch and we just laughed at all the really dumb, dumb things that we have done in our career. And when I say dumb, it's just like, you know, we used to write sketches and, and do little things like little plays on radio and stuff that just people just don't do anymore. Like yeah. it's just not a thing. And that time, it was like we thought that everyone was doing it at the time, but they weren't. It was just a very, very different and unique kind of vibe, and we're very, very proud of it. And it's a pretty remarkable thing because with SAS Australia, like I didn't really, honestly, I didn't have any doubt that I was going to get through that course because um, I knew physically I'd done the, the preparation, methodical training to do it, and I trained on my own. I didn't have a trainer. I didn't have anything like that. I just, I didn't go to a gym. I went to a gym three times before I went on the show. Yes. Um, but what I did know is that I was capable of the head game. I knew that it was going to be about 70% mental. And so I just went in, you know, pretty mental. And um, I just I just knew that I, I had the ability mentally to carry me through all the hardship. Where does that come from, do you think? Because I look at that show and go, oh, my God, I'd be out in the first week. I'd be weak as piss. <laughs> oh, you wouldn't. You wouldn't be out. You'd be out in the first day. But that's not the point. <laughs> hey, mate, no, let's talk about your show, An Idiot's Guide to Wine at the Adelaide Festival yep. Centre in the Banquet Room, Sunday, 18th of June. There's two shows, 2pm and 8pm. Um, this is the state to mix comedy and wine. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I came up with the idea for An Idiot's Guide to Wine when I was in Adelaide a few years ago, and I was like, oh, this, I think it could be a really, really good thing and people would get around it. And I wasn't really sure. And then when we were in lockdowns a couple of years ago, I was like, well, I've got, I can't go anywhere, so I may as well sit around and, and write the show. So um, I, I did, and I wrote the show because it, it's very, very different. You taste six wines throughout the show, and being um, a, a qualified uh, wine person, um, I'm able to kind of write and talk about the wines, but it's comedy. It's a comedy show, and it's... What's awesome is I first premiered at the um, Adelaide Fringe Festival over a year ago. It's coming back for the Adelaide Cabaret Festival. And this has toured all around Australia and overseas and will continue to travel overseas and elsewhere with it. It's been really a wonderful experience and, and far beyond what I thought it would be. Um, it is, it, it's a great show. If you like wine and if you like comedy, boom, I've got your ticket for you. It has been such a privilege to talk to you this morning. Can't wait to see the show. An Idiot's Guide to Wine, the Banquet Room, Adelaide Festival Centre, Sunday 18th of June, 2 o'clock and 8 o'clock. You'll be there. Oh, and I'm having a great time as well. So thank you very much for having me on the show. Uh, most people um, won't have me on anymore, so it's been lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk Nova's Handball Blitz. A lot of fun. Um, you need to register your details via the Nova play if you want to play and potentially be a South Australian champion. But... Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, things are really starting to heat up. We went to Christ the King for handball blitz this week and we were blown away with the talent. So they talk about Sacred Heart being a footy factory for young outdoor players. Christ the King, factory for young handballers. They're so good. They're doing some of this work. It's outstanding for 
we met some really dedicated Nova listeners. Who can name a segment on Nova? What do we like to do? Um, you stop 10K day. Yes. Um, Good. And uh, you talk to kids for the Amber Woods? Yes. Good. Um, what about Hazy on this Daisy? Hazy on this. Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you go for? Port of the Crows. Oh, the Crows. Oh, lucky Riz. Lucky Riz. <laughs> Who do you go for? Port Adelaide's Thunder Power came out with us. We just wish he hadn't heard this. So we need a cheer right now for who's going for Jodie and Hazy, Team Port Adelaide. Yeah. And who's going to go for Gussie and Sam, Team Crows? The kids had so much to teach us. Jodie learned how to floss. Is that it? Okay. Yeah. Very uncomfortable. Good work. Good flossing, guys. Good flossing. With so much talent, the biggest question was, who has what it takes to be our handball champion? Great surf. Oh. Oh, some spin on that. <laughs> <laughs> right on, guys. Thank Ladies you, and gentlemen, the winners, the Adelaide Crows. Yes. Very good stuff. Um, and that was the school from Gussie, mm. our ambassador for Nova's Handball Blitz. What a little legend Gussie is. Absolutely champion he is. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. yeah. Um, big and thanks to our... Sorry, I was going to say a special shout out to one of the teachers when um, <laughs> Thunder Power's outfit started to unravel and there was a suspicious looking flap hanging from the front of his suit. <laughs> <laughs> the teacher goes, this is a Catholic school. <laughs> Put that away. <laughs> and didn't Thunder whip into gear. <laughs> A big shout out and thanks to our good mates at McGain as well. McGain Real Estate, massive supporters of local, making a difference all over SA. Selling your home? Well, you can trust McGain. Nova's Handball Blitz, you want to register. Potentially be our next South Australian, our inaugural South Australian champion. We did mention that one of the champions may well come from that school because they were good. Good Good. Your details, jump on the Nova plate. The biggest breaking story this town has ever seen is you. Australian designer who sells clothes under the name Katy Perry has said she feels personally attacked by the actual Katy Perry after the US singer renewed a legal battle between the pair. So this Sydney woman, Katy Jane Taylor, um, describes herself as an Aussie battler. She sued Katy in the federal court over the sale of the clothes, including T-shirts and pyjamas in Australia. Um, And then it got dismissed, and then now they're back at it again. This is the Australian Katy Jane Taylor. (laughs) I'm really, to be honest, I feel like it's back to the beginning and back to having to take calls from lawyers and spend time away from my business and time away from my little kids. And the emotion and the stress around it, um, it actually shocked me just how upset I have been. Music really makes that, doesn't it? It takes you to a really, really sensitive place. It's a real dark place. (laughs) Um, Katy Perry is worth half a billion dollars. Yeah, she's fine. So you just wonder why. Is it a fight you want to pick? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I thought you were going to say you just wonder why she does the ads for menu logs. <laughs> <laughs> well, she- I, I can't get my head around those. She just dresses up as like sushi and all different weird stuff, ice creams yeah. and why? Yeah. Extra, why do- extra cheese on your pizza. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, News Corp have done that thing where they give a ratings report on the very first day of a new show with new personalities on it. So they've given a ratings review for Monday for Matt Shervington after day one. 
So the numbers were good. Sunrise had 235,000 Metro viewers to, tuning in to see Shervo. Nine's Today Show drew 188,000 and 104,000 watched ABC News Breakfast. But you know... Like, if you work in the media, you understand that ratings are a trend thing. Mm. Like, he can't draw out of day one. He's popular. He's not popular. It's like yeah. a longevity thing. Yeah. And uh, like we've always said, if the ratings are bad, yeah. um, they're full of crap. But if they're good, yeah. absolutely, you better believe Jeez, them. they're bang on. <laughs> There's never been anything more an- accurate in your life <laughs> there, than the rating right? system. Yeah. Where people sit down with a diary. <laughs> <laughs> Um, is that juicy? Yeah, I think so. Juicy! Juicy! Australian comedian Carl Barron has today announced he will take his record-breaking latest stand-up show for a victory lap around Australia. Um, it's called Skating Rink for Flies. So one night only in Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane and Perth, and it will be in Adelaide on December 2nd. Here's a bit of Carl's work. It's like an expression you got over here. You know, you call uh, flip-flops flip-flops. <laughs> we don't call them that in Australia. We call them thongs. You know what you call thongs over here? Women's G-strings. Nobody told me that the first time I got here. <laughs> He's very good. Oh, very nice. He's an iconic national treasure. Yes, and that's juicy too. Mm. Um, Trump has addressed his supporters on his 77th birthday, and this is all we need to hear from that particular speech. Nice birthday. They were saying happy birthday. I was with Eric and Laura, the kids. Happy birthday, Grandpa. Happy. And I said, oh, great. I just got charged with, they want 400 years approximately. If you add them all up, a fake 400 years. Oh, thank you, darling. That's so nice. Oh, my God. It, it sounds like someone impersonating, taking the piss out of Donald Trump. I know. It's actually Donald Trump. Suchin Tendulkar. <laughs> Just extraordinary stuff from him this week. My favourite was when he's like, free food for everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Juicy. Juice. Oh, Donald, the gift that keeps on giving. Oh, certainly. Happy birthday, great man. Yeah. (laughs) Happiest of birthdays to you, Donald. (laughs) Good stuff. Are you telling me you built a time machine? On this Daisy. Thursday, big game tonight. Go Port. Oh, go Port. Yeah, go Port, all that sort of stuff. Come the pair. Uh, in the meantime, we'll take a little trip down memory lane, if you don't mind, because it's the 15th of June, and let's stack into your brain a little bit of knowledge. 1958, first Pizza Hut restaurant opened in US in Kansas. Original stuffed crust, just $12.99. Only from Pizza Hut. No one on Pizza Hut. I miss the Pizza Hut. Yeah, I remember when they did the stuffed crust pizza. Yeah. And it was really cool as a youngster to flip it around and eat a crust first because we saw it on TV. Oh, my God. Such a big treat to go over and sit in the restaurant with the all-you-can-eat. This was uh, mum taking me over to Wagga Wagga as a youngster. Yeah. Um, and just sitting there and eating and taking it all in. I thought it was a rock star. Just in the unrelated news, too. You had no friends at school, did you? <laughs> you had heaps of friends. They weren't real. But <laughs> <laughs> Was there an imaginary one that used to watch you yeah. eat your cross first and go, Andrew, you're so you're cool? Like, That's epic, bro. I was like, thanks, man. High-fiving no one. And all of a sudden, <laughs> bang, boom, bully from behind would get me. He's like, who are you talking to? I was like, nobody let me alone. <laughs> My gosh. My eyes are leaking. 1994, Disney's animated musical film The Lion King opens in theatres with $42 million. Straight away you go, oh, 
Couldn't they have rewritten it where Mufasa doesn't die? Yeah. And it was just brutal. I saw I saw a meme the other day that's like Simba pretends to be sad when his dad dies and overlooks the fact that he's just sang a song about wanting to be king. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's definitely something in that, isn't there? Yeah. Wow. Oh, I'm so sad dad died, but okay. guess what? I just can't wait to be king. A genuine power struggle. Yeah. Careful what you wish for, Simba. <laughs> <laughs> 2017, Rebel Wilson wins defamation case against Bauer Media at the Supreme Court of Victoria in Melbourne. Mm, Rebel? Yeah, good on her. Mm. They make some stuff up, don't they? Oh, yeah, do you reckon? <laughs> We're talking new idea in those sort of magazines. Oh, my God, Woman's Day. A close source, spelled S-A-U-C-E. Tomato or barbecue? <laughs> I think one? it was Worcestershire this time. <laughs> <laughs> 2021 Internet Explorer 11 desktop application was retired. Um, that was because of all the little dirty birds going through their teen years and all the little nasty things that they were Googling. Oh, dear. Internet Explorer. I was like, I can't handle this anymore. I've seen some stuff that I shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> When's Bing going to be next to follow? Oh, Who uses Bing? Hey, Bing, um, give me some photos of Connor Rosie. Oh, yeah, it is Con McGregor, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, Bing. Thanks, Bing. Oh, man, you will never be Google. <laughs> Number one song on June 15, 2003 was Fighter by Christina Aguilera. Fight, oh, Fighter? Yeah. I thought you meant like Fighter, F-I-D-A. I was like... <laughs> fighter. Boner Fighter song. Big day tomorrow. Real Friday vibes about it. Mm. Um, if you haven't voted for Battle of the Bangers yet, please do so yeah. on our Instagram page. Mate, just really quickly, this is what Jody's got. Yeah. Bit of Kanye West. Oh, let's just completely flip the script on this. Go a bit of cold chisel. Who saw that coming? Not me. <laughs> Not Not me. Me. Uh, Fitzy's going to join us for yeah. Fitzy Fridays as well. Uh, Ruben Kay. Now, here's a man who, well, isn't trusted with live television anymore. Let's see how he goes with a bit of live radio. He's out there, isn't he? Oh, my goodness. He's performing at the Adelaide Cabaret Festival, and his show is loose. Yes. So, all right, don't forget as well, of course, Nervous Pay Your Bills. That's mm-hmm. happening uh, throughout the day and also a couple of times with us tomorrow. Enjoy your Thursday. Make sure you love your Thursday. Hey, 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 Andrew. Yeah. See ya. All right, see ya. <laughs> Adelaide's Nova 919.